Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. So, I wonder who hasn't had enough presents yet? Some people, okay. Um, In that case, I've got a present here for somebody who can um, tell me what month Christmas is usually in. December. Genius. There you go. Um, got a present here for somebody who can raspberry, we wish you a Merry Christmas to me. Who's going to do that? You've got to be able to go, yeah, like that, and do that. Who can do Come on, then. Quick, 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 you got to come to me. Come, 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 move, 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 move. That's it. There you go. Ready? that absolutely uh, somebody who can tell me a different name for Father Christmas the person in green and white Saint Nicholas Saint Nicholas that's a posh one yes indeed that's yours that's a box of trivia questions. We've had some balloony things with other kind of stuff. So I've got one more present left, and this is for somebody who can um, sing. No, who can who can tell me? Oh, I can't. I can't I can, oh, who wants a present? <laughs> so, can I tell you why I did that? Here's the reason why I did that. It says on here. Fabulous present, but do you know what? They're not that brilliant. None of those, I know it's disappointing for children, but they're going to get other things. They're not really good presents. I'll tell you three reasons why they're not very good presents. Number one, I didn't really think about them at all. They were given for no good reason. Number two, they were dead cheap. They were all, I know they were dead cheap because I went and got them. They were all from Tesco's on the bargain area on Christmas Eve at the last minute kind of area. You know, where all the dads go. <laughs> and number three, they're all totally useless. Here's a list of what I've just found on the internet. Some people voted for some of the worst Christmas presents ever that you can buy at the moment. Let's see if you think you would want to buy them. This could get awkward if actually you receive it. Even more, even more awkward if you get one of these things this year. Number one, worst Christmas present ever, one of them is the 26 pound party gummy bear. Who would like one of those? Oh, there's a few people, it turns out. Yeah, you can't lick that. Hey, next one. The knitted Viking beard. In case anybody wondered what happened to Dan Hasler. Where is he? Yay. Ah, I see something of resemblance. He used to be a bit thicker than that. And next one. The goatee protector. 
so you kind of put that in your mouth and it protects your goatee while you're shaving. Genius. Some people are not a bad idea that actually, yeah. What else is there? The nose shower gel and pump. It comes with hands up if you'd actually like that. Yeah, quite a few people. It's got green shower gel in it, so as you push it, that comes out. Have we got any more? Is that it? That's it now. Okay, so I wonder what you would think would be the worst present you could ever get. I wonder what you think is the best Christmas present ever. If somebody said to you, I got the best present ever this Christmas, what would it be? See, people run around all for weeks and weeks trying to find the perfect gift for that special person, and you can picture it in your mind. But what is it? What is that gift? What's the gift going to be? How do you measure how good a gift is? What's the value of a gift? How do you judge it? Well, today on Christmas Day, we're going to quickly examine one verse, a couple of verses of the Bible that tell us a lot about God's gift to us. We're going to read one part of the Bible. You might not think it's about Christmas, but really it is. Here it is on the screen. 1 John, letter that John wrote, chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Can everybody read it out loud with me? Ready? This is how God showed his love for us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This is the kind of love we are talking about. Not that we once upon a time loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. See, that tells us the greatest gift ever was what God gave, and he gave his only son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. The gift isn't a thing, it's a person. The present is present. God is present. He's come to be with us. At Christmas, we remember a baby born in a manger 2,000 years ago, and this is the best gift ever. But I know some of you might think, well, how can that be the best gift? Really? 2,000 years ago, it happened that this child was born. How can that make a difference in my life today? Why do you say that's so valuable? What is it that makes that even a good gift for me? Well, you can measure the value of any gift three ways. I just did it before to be able to tell you that those were not very good presents. Number one, the value of a gift and the value of God's gift is measured by why it was given. And that verse tells us that this gift was given because God loves you and God loves me. It was given completely out of love. It was the most loving thing that God could have done to give us his only son. See, if somebody gives you something, even if it's something brilliant and they kind of give it but they don't really like you, it doesn't matter. If somebody gives it because they feel guilty or to get you off their back or because they feel obliged, it's not a good gift. It doesn't really matter. Or maybe they just try to show off when they give it. They try to show that they're generous or that they've got lots of money or that they, all these, there's all kinds of mixed motives people can have as to why they give. On the other hand, if a gift is given by love, that becomes very special. When I was at school, I was the world's worst at woodwork. I probably still am. But I made a fruit bowl for my mum, and the fruit bowl was so bad, apples fell through it. <laughs> I remember taking it home on the bus, and then giving it to my mum, and she, do you know what she did? She took that, and she had a big smile, and she put it in the kitchen, and, she, and now I think about it, it must have been about a week, to be honest with you, is all I can remember it being there. But she was like, wow, that's so good. Why did she like the fruit bowl? Because it was given out of love. And that's what made the difference. These verses tell us that why behind God's gift is this. This is how God showed his love among us. Later on it says, 
This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. The Bible says we love because he first loved us. It isn't like we started it and he said, oh, I better give you something back then. It's not that kind of a gift. This was his idea. He gave first. God loves us. A writer called Max Lucado said this. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be in it. He sends you flowers every spring and sunrise every morning. Whenever you want to talk to him, he'll listen. He can live anywhere in the universe, but he chose your heart. And the Christmas gift he sends in Bethlehem means he's crazy about you. So that's the first thing to, to measure how good a gift is. Why was it given? The second thing is you can measure it by how much it cost. Now, I know some things, it isn't really about the, the cost. You can measure the cost in different ways. It could be the amount of time somebody spent in making it, like a, a handmade thing can be really special because of the time that somebody took to do it. But how do we measure the value of God's gift in terms of what it cost? Well, it says, we just read it, he sent his one and only son into the world. How costly was that? For God to take off the robe of heaven and to put on human flesh to, to become a baby in a manger given to a poor young girl and then laid down in the smelly hay but then it, actually when he grew up there was a greater sacrifice a greater cost to be made because it said in that passage he sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins to make atonement that word atonement means two things were apart and they become at one with each other the at one happened because of Jesus. We're separate from God because of the wrong things that we do. But the atonement brings us back to be at one with him. Christmas starts it, but Easter finished it. That's why Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. That's why when the angel appeared to Joseph, he said to him, make sure you give him the name Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. At Christmas we celebrate not just that Jesus came, but why he came and how much it cost him to come. And he said, I've come to seek and to save. I've come on a mission to seek and save the lost. So you, let me rep repeat it. You can judge a gift by why it's given. You can, how much love is there in that gift? You can judge it by how much it cost to get the gift to you. But there's one more thing. And this doesn't apply to every gift, but it certainly applies to this one. How useful is it? The value of God's gift is measured by its usefulness. And the Bible verse that Jesus, we just read, said this about Jesus, that he did all of this so that we might live through him. Now you might think, well, I'm alive. According to the Bible, until Jesus brings you alive, you're not really living. You're just existing. You're just existing and waiting to die. I know some gifts we get aren't very useful, but this is the best gift ever. Have you heard that? the best gift ever why because it lasts forever it's the only gift you're ever going to get it's going to last forever in fact without this gift you won't life doesn't just mean free it means life ever after but it also means life now free of worry with Jesus as your best friend, with you through thick and thin. It means that he takes away our guilt and our shame and our pain. And starting now, Jesus said this, I've come so that you can have life in all of its fullness. What a promise. 
I'm going to ask you in a moment whether you've ever said yes to that best gift. If you say, I don't know if I have, I know you haven't. Because if you had, you would know. In fact, the people around you would know too. People closest to you would know. So if you think, I don't know whether I've ever said yes to that, the answer is, you haven't. What's stopping you? Receiving that best gift, the only gift that's going to last forever. It was given out of love. It cost everything, but it comes free to you if you ask. I'm going to ask in a moment for you to pray a prayer with me. And it could be that for a first time thing, or it could be like I've been away and I want to come back and to know that love again. God has offered every person here, from the youngest to the oldest, the best gift ever. It's his son, Jesus Christ. So I want to talk to the children as well and say to you at this Christmas time, whatever other presents you might get for Christmas, the best gift has already been given and it's Jesus and he's for free and he's for you. And he wants you to know him and to know his love forever. It's offered to you because he loves you and it's free, but it cost Jesus everything on the cross to get us the gift that lasts forever with him in eternity. So on these, somewhere around you also, there's these little slips of paper. And just say, yes, no, alpha. I invite you to think about whether or not you go on the alpha course, which is just a course to help you figure out what Christians believe and whether or not you should believe it too. If you've never done the alpha course, it will really help you. And we're running loads of these in the new year. We're going to run about three or four of these alpha courses. So if you want to be on one of those, we give you free food and you meet lots of interesting people and have lots of fun. Just put your details on the back of that card and on the way out, slip it into one of the boxes on the way out. So have a look at that card, write your details on it. We're not going to come and follow you home. We're not going to sing carols outside your door. All we're going to say is, it's up to you. There's a gift that's offered and we can offer you the gift, but you can still say no. Because if you don't, then it's not real love anyway. Every gift, you get the choice as to whether or not you're going to receive it. Has anybody got a gift card yet for Christmas? Hands up if you've got a gift card. A few people. I'll say this to you. Make sure you use it. Did anybody see this in the paper recently? It said, I just read, over £300 million will be wasted on unused or unredeemed gift cards that are given this year. People lose it because they don't use it. If you don't use it, you lose it. And it's great for the shops, but it's terrible for you because you get that card, you've got the card, but it's no good to you because you don't do anything with it. Maybe you forget about it. Maybe you get too busy. Maybe it's just there in your wallet and you get on with life and you forget all about it. Maybe you misplace it. Maybe you put it away in a drawer. Maybe you think some other time I'll use it. And then you don't. And it's useless because you didn't use it. Listen, even though what Jesus has done for you is the best present ever... If you don't do anything with it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you because you've not done anything with it. Like every other gift, you have to receive it for it to make a difference. So I want everybody here from the youngest person to the oldest just to listen for 30 more seconds as if it was just me and you in the room. Full attention for now 25 seconds. I'm going to ask you, if you want to, to put up a hand like this, this Christmas, if you want to say yes to that gift. If you want to say, yes, there's hands going up straight away. I love that. To be able to say, yeah, I want to follow you, Jesus. I want that gift. There's hands going up all over the place. This is brilliant.
people who want to say that, I want to follow you, Jesus. And again, this could be like as a, as a first-time thing, I'm really asking as well for people to do that. But also, to, it could be like, I know I've, I've wandered off, I've done my own stuff, I've been, I've been in charge of my own life, but it's not really working, I need to come back and follow Jesus. Hands up again for people to see that. And those people around you are going to clap and celebrate that you're going to do that, aren't we? Those who are going to do that, because that's the best thing that can happen. So, I'm going to ask you again, one more time, hands up. It could be you didn't put your hand up last time, you're thinking, I wish I had done. Put your hand up now. And those who just put their hands up, put your hands up again to encourage them, so I can see them as well. Yeah? Anybody else? Thank you. And, yeah, another one there. Great. Brilliant. Okay, thanks very much. I'm going to pray. This is what the prayer is going to be. I'm going to say, Jesus, thank you so much for loving me and being the greatest gift. Paying the price for all my sins and mistakes, so I could come back to knowing God forever... I want to know you and follow you. Amen. That's the prayer. Okay? So if you want to pray that, pray it along with me. Let me close your eyes for a minute. And maybe because people were looking, you didn't want to put your hand up, but now you do. You Because you want to pray that prayer. Can I see the, that hand as well? Just put your hands up. Anybody else? Yeah. At the back. That's great. Children get this sometimes so much easier than adults. We have all kinds of reasons why we want to sort our own lives out. You can't. Jesus, thank you so much for loving me, being the greatest gift, coming and paying the price for all my sins and mistakes so that I could come back to knowing God as my friend and as my God forever. Thank you for the gift of everlasting life. And I say yes to that today. Amen. Brilliant. So make sure you fill in that little slip. If you said yes, come on the Alpha course. If you said no, remember, realize if you're not saying yes, you're saying no. Maybe you need to figure out that why you're saying no and come on the Alpha course anyway. I want to pray for us all as we uh, as we get ready to finish. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna go because your turkey's gonna be burning and everything. So we're gonna finish. Let's all stand up if you're able to stand. So, on the 8th of January, we're back, not here, but at Cine World. We want to encourage you to be at that service. You need to help us by getting a ticket. This isn't so it's hard for people to come. It'll take you 30 seconds for you to let us know that you're coming. But the first service is, is going to be one that's going to have children's work at it, and the second service will not have any children's work at it. And because the Cine World's a reasonably big place, but it's not huge and because we think a lot of people are going to want to come because it's the start of the new year from all across our sites please help us by saying which of those two services you're going to come to and then you kind of get a free ticket online it's all on the ivy facebook it's all on the ivy website for you to be able to do that if you have any trouble just put a message on the on the ivy facebook say how, how do i do this but we really want you to be there because we're going to start this thing called the year of and i'll tell you that next year is going to be the year of something and uh, you want to find out what it is. Okay, why don't you close your eyes? Why don't you put your hand on your heart? Just at the um, end of the, 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 this Christmas day, at the end of this service. Because Jesus came and they put him in a manger. But the place he really wants to be is right there where your hand is. He wants to live in our hearts. They sometimes sing a song that says, um, O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. Why don't you personalise that? 
just at this day, it's Christmas day. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to me, I pray. Cast out my sin and enter in and be born in me today. And Lord, please help me to take you out into the world that you love. Thank you that you love the world so much that you came to save us one life at a time. Amen. Happy Christmas! Yay! Yay! Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org forward slash media.